This episode of The 7-Minute Mentor is brought to you by Captivate.fm, the home of the serious independent podcaster. With a unique toolkit dedicated to helping you to grow and monetize your podcast audience, you should get started today and take seven days on us for free at Captivate.fm. The 7-Minute Mentor. Build your business in just seven minutes per day. Brought to you by Excellence Expected, where entrepreneurs come to excel. What is going on? This is Mark Asquith with episode 25 of the 7-Minute Mentor. And I'm going to talk to you about five telltale signs of a terrible client. Because let's be honest, we've all had them. And if you haven't, believe me, if you're just starting a business, you will get them. But don't worry, we're going to figure out five ways that you can actually spot them. Now, before I do that, I just want to do a quick ring out to say that every single Friday, 4pm UK time, every single Friday, I give away some free coaching. Now, you can join this really simply. It is every single week, 4pm UK time, 11am Eastern, 8am Pacific. And to join the session where we cover everything, from solving your biggest business problem to social media, to SEO, to leveraging the culture within your business, to building a content marketing plan, all sorts of different things. We cover it every week at excellence-expected.com forward slash free coaching. And don't forget as well that I give away a lot of swag. So if you want some free entrepreneurial goodies or if you want some books or event tickets or gadgets or microphones or headphones or any other cool stuff that I give away, excellence-expected.com forward slash VIP. Now let's talk about bad clients. Bad clients, everyone has them. And you know, it's a sad fact that that bad money will will run through the veins of your business at some point during its life cycle. Now I'm a big fan of keeping bad money out of your business. Whether that's bad investment, whether it's a bad project that you take and you 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 know, you know you have the gut feeling that it's not right, but someone dangles 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 grand, however, put a number on it. They just dangle that amount of money in front of you and you end up taking the project. Or you do a job for someone that you know you don't get along with. You have different values, you have different sort of cultural beliefs, you have different uh, ideologies, and ultimately, you know, you're you're not doing it for the right reasons. Bad money. I believe that there are actually five things that you can do to spot, five telltale signs of a client that is going to be wrong for you. And I'm going to run through them right now because it's important to weed them out. So here is telltale sign of a bad client number one. Everything being urgent. Let's be honest, you know, sometimes things really are urgent. They crop up and, you know, you've got to get something done quite quickly. If you start to spot a trend, though, where a client is saying everything must be done right now, if you don't do this for me right now, then some completely out of proportion, catastrophic result will occur. And if they start saying, look, if you don't do this for me now, I'll have to find someone else. That is something that just just completely screams bad client. They don't value anything that you're doing for them. They just want it doing on their terms. Now, can you remember the last time you got same day delivery from Amazon and didn't have to pay more for it? I can't. Even if you get prime delivery, you pay a premium for it. You pay monthly for it. Why should you be expected to deliver constantly, urgently, without charging more for it, only to be threatened with, well, I have to find someone else? No, goodbye. Telltale one, everything is urgent. Telltale two, not respecting that money is involved. And there are some subtext to this, some little sort of uh, sub bullet points to it. Regardless of what you say, money matters in your business. That is it. It's why you're here to earn money and earn a living. Okay. 
There are some things that you can look out for that actually speak to this lack of respect for money. Number one, they negotiate too much. They don't value the job. They're constantly trying to beat you down. Forget it. The price is the price. And they create their own payment terms. If your terms are seven days and they they take net 60 days to pay, don't work with them. You can't work with them. It'll cripple your business. Or what about when they dictate what the price should be? Especially if you work in a service-based business, people will often say, well, I think it's worth this. Seriously, I've had that. And then they'll tell you, actually, this seems overpriced for this thing that you're providing. Actually, what, 5K for a website? That seems overpriced. Well, you could pay 100K for a website. How, how do you know what this costs? You, you don't build these things. If you want something cheap, go elsewhere. Thank you very much. You're not, you're not paying for the physical build of the website. You're paying for it to be a success based on our experience. And then what about this one? Do it cheaper for me just this once because I know there'll be more work for you in the future. Okay, goodbye. I'll tell you what. You pay the full price now, and then when this next work comes off, I'll discount you the discount off this next job. I guarantee you that will not happen. (laughs) And then what about when they dispute the agreed price after the completion, even when you over-deliver, when they dispute that price? No. All of those things just speak to a complete lack of respect for money being involved. Get away from that client, seriously. The third thing you need to look out for is promises, promises, promises. If you just sort me out on this one, if you do me a favor this time, I'll refer you to this person or I'll do this for you. No, listen, it's a partnership. You should want to refer me to that person anyway, just like I want to refer you to my people. Don't trade on promises. That's a third telltale sign of a bad client. Number four, not living up to their side of the bargain. The best relationships you have with clients and customers is, 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 is within the relationships where the, the customer and the client understands that this is a partnership. They come in full of beans, wanting to work on this partnership, but when they don't deliver, when they, when they drag things out and miss deadlines because they've missed their part of the bargain, they still want you to deliver on time, on budget, when realistically you can't because they've delayed things. And then they put the pressure on you. It's you that has the sleepless nights. It's you that worries. It's your staff and your team members that come under the cosh and you can't do that. So telltale sign number four, they don't live up to their side of the bargain. Number five, the last one, and for me, potentially the most important one, when they come in to the first meeting, slating the other people and the past suppliers that they've worked with. When they come in slating the, the people that they've worked with before, saying that they want to move to you and you're the best person that they want to work with, Massive danger sign because that relationship has broken down for a very good reason. The people who were supplying this company previously have probably got beaten down so much by them that they let the client go. And also, think about it. How you wouldn't let a client go if you wanted to do the job, if they were a good client. After all, clients and customers are the lifeblood of your business. So take it with a grain of salt when someone comes in as a client slating their past supplier and look to move to you. That is a massive red flag because it it typically means that one of the other four things that I've spoken about, the client is guilty of. So really bear that in mind. It's a massive, massive thing. And I see so many people struggle with it. Heck, I've struggled with it so often. And you know, at times I still do. So just think of those five things. Now I did do a blog post on this. If you want those recapped, because there is quite a lot in there, go to excellence-expected.com and just Go to the search bar at the top 
and just sat, do a little search in the site bar for five telltale signs and you'll get the blog post up there. It's a decent sized blog post. So please be wary. Please be wary. Only do business. Only do business when you're comfortable doing business. That's my advice to you today. So thank you guys. That is episode 25 of the 7-Minute Mentor. Now, tomorrow, on tomorrow's session, episode 26, I'm going to be talking about how you can add email address captures to your website. It's something that you need to do and everyone should be doing. Everyone should be doing. It doesn't matter your industry. So join me tomorrow for another session of the 7-Minute Mentor. And never forget, the more you expect from yourself, the more you will excel. Bye-bye.